Taco the Town, the podcast where it's always Taco Tuesday. I'm your host, Dave, and I've still never met a taco I didn't like. Taco the Town is the podcast where we are conquering Kansas City's taco verse one taco at a time. We'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us. We'll share some stories, share some laughs, and most importantly, share some socially distant tacos. Welcome to Taco the Town. We here at Taco the Town wanted to start this episode off by sending some healing and positive vibes to a good friend and former guest of the show, Tom Kane. He's a prolific voiceover actor, Kansas City native. You've heard his voice in a million projects. He's the voice of Yoda in Star Wars Clone Wars. He's been the voice of the Academy Awards, and he has voiced thousands of cartoons and movie trailers. We found out at the end of 2020 that Tom had suffered a left side stroke, which gave him right side weakness and damage to the speech center of his brain, which left him almost nonverbal. He is with specialists. He's he's with occupational and speech therapists. According to his daughter, Sam, he's still very much himself. He just has very limited vocabulary right now. Tom is a great guy, always gracious with his time. He's even helped me voice stuff for movies that I've done. We really want to let Tom and his family know that we're thinking of them, and we just really, really hope Tom has a quick speedy recovery. Here's a clip of when we had Tom as a guest on the show back on the K Machos episode a few years back. I remember what game we were working on. Uh, there were some C-3PO lines and I just, you know, started reading them because I did a pretty decent 3PO. And uh, everybody, you know, voiceover people, we do that. We see lines for Donald Duck and we'll try to, you know, <laughs> we just, it's you know, so you put a quarter in the machine and we talk. <laughs> So I was trying to read, you know, the lines as Darth Vader and C-3PO and Yoda and whatever else was in the script, uh, just as I was going through it to find my lines. And um, what I didn't know was that, you know, again, Anthony was off probably shooting another movie. I don't know. And uh, there was no way to get a hold of I don't know what it was, but they they uh, apparently had needed a 3PO for whatever the next game was. And they played it for George, and he said, yeah, sounds like him to me. So suddenly I found myself doing 3PO, which was, here, I've got a little tin can I hear him. Hello, I'm C-3PO, human cyborg relations, and this is my counterpart, R2-D2. <whistles> Shut up, Ardu, I'm doing talk of the town. Oh, dear, no, you can't have a taco, because you're a machine, you bloody git. <laughs> oh, anyway, but, uh, <laughs> and about a year later, though, the same thing happened with Yoda. There were some uh, lines that I assume Frank Oz was going to do. And Frank had become a successful director, and he was off shooting, uh, I think it was Three Men and a Baby or something in New York. And the same thing, there was no technology to patch someone in. Right. And of course, you know, the guy's directing a major feature film for Disney at the time. He, I doubt he was going to take a break, you know, in the, from directing a movie to, <laughs> to go over and do lines for yeah. some other director. But the uh, same thing happened. They recorded me doing Yoda, and I didn't even know they'd done it. And... Uh, Played it for George, and I, I was told later that his, my entire audition to be Yoda 25 years ago was they played 30 seconds of what I'd been goofing around with. And his entire oh, response great. was, 
Yeah, he sounds okay. Use him. <laughs> and that was, you know, 25 years ago. And uh, I've been I've been Yoda for almost everything since. I mean, f- Frank has come out of retirement to do a line here or there, but pretty much it's been me. Is there anything taco-wise you'd like to leave? Any words of wisdom that Yoda might want to leave with our, <laughs> our taco the towners? A good taco, a thing of beauty, it is. Strong with the force. A fine piece of Mexican food you will find. Yeah. Get well soon, Tom. We We wish you a speedy recovery. Hope to eat tacos with you again sometime down the road. Before we get to this week's taco destination, we've got a special on-the-street report from an old pal of ours, Chris, from the Lost and Found and Rewound podcast. Chris was really excited. I got this text message from Chris. He was super pumped about the new jalapeno popper chicken sandwich from Wendy's. He just couldn't stop texting me about it. And I said, Chris, you know what you got to do? You got to give us a review for the show. I mean, it's not a taco. It's, it is taco adjacent, but we'd, we'd love a review. So uh, here is Chris from Lost and Found and Rewound. This is his review of Wendy's new jalapeno popper chicken sandwich. Take it away, Chris. Hey, Dave, it's Chris Lost here going to do my special assignment in the field report on the Wendy's jalapeno popper chicken sandwich. I realize this is not a taco. You may know I don't eat Taco Bell and I mentioned that I was going to eat this and it was a big event for me. My first JPCS just about to pull into the drive-thru to get it. I have acquired the sandwich. I have not yet taken my first bite. You uh, are asked when you order the sandwich, you're you're given three options, classic, spicy, or grilled. I realize I probably should have gone classic, but spicy sounded really good to me today. So I chose spicy and I'm about ready to get into the sandwich. Just finished the sandwich in total and thought I'd provide a report. I probably should preface this by saying I love a jalapeno popper. If if I can get a jalapeno popper on an appetizer menu, I'm I'm getting that jalapeno popper. I love the, the creamy white sauce, the cheddar sauce, the breaded outside, and then just the pop and the zing of that uh, jalapeno is fantastic. I'll say that as I initially came into the sandwich, I didn't quite get how it was jalapeno. I didn't quite understand the jalapeno popperness of it. That was just eating around the edge. When I got to the middle of it, I got it. It was as much of a jalapeno popper as a sandwich could be. However, it was not better than eating jalapeno poppers. So I'll say that. It's uh, as you say, Dave. It's got kick. It's got a hard kick to it too. So this is not for the faint of heart. If you are a mild or light spice person, I would not recommend the sandwich. And I don't think that the spicy designation on my order was the kick. When you really get into the heart of the sandwich and you hit that pile of jalapenos, man, they come fast and furious along with that sauce, which has got some zing too. I'm not necessarily someone who's prone to sweat but I am someone that when I start sweating, it takes a little while to get it to under control, to get it to calm down. It, it did kick in on me about halfway through the sandwich, the sweats, and it's taken about two passes of a napkin 
to get that sweat off my face and make me look presentable. But again, I, I sweat a little bit longer than the normal person when that sweat starts. I probably start sweating about at the same time an average person would start sweating. So I advise people to be in a stable location, have an extra napkin, just be prepared to kind of get some of that out of you through your pores as you go. Overall review of the sandwich, I'd say it was good. Good sandwich. I would not say it's better than the Dave's Single, which is my go-to order when I go to Wendy's. It has a nice mixture of hot and cool, similar to my favorite all-time hamburger, uh, the McDLT, which was discontinued uh, due to the styrofoam container when McDonald's went to paper containers. So I understand why it was discontinued. I'm very upset about not having ever had a McDLT since it was discontinued, but you know, we have to make sacrifices in life and I'm willing to do that. I understand I need this planet to be around for millions of years, or I at least need the human species to be on it for millions of years. I don't know why I need that, but I, I'm, I'm pro that concept. So Dave, I hope this has helped your listeners in some way. Taco the Towners, thank you for indulging in my report. God bless you all. We love you all. If you could come check out Lost and Found and Rewound, those ands are ampersands. If you're looking for us in your podcasting app, we'd love to have you as listeners. So this is Chris Lost signing out. Thanks for the opportunity, Dave. Oh, thanks for the review, Chris. It was great to hear from you. And if there's any other spicy taco adjacent food that you'd like to review for us, please let us know. Now let's find out what taco place we'll be reviewing this week. This week's taco destination is Tacos El Gallo at 806 Southwest Boulevard, KCMO 64108. It's one of the last of the OG Southwest Boulevard block of businesses that we've uh, that we have to review here on the show. It's right there next to Rico's and El Pueblito, right there on that famous OG strip of businesses there on uh, Southwest Boulevard. Tacos El Gallo is a market. It has indoor and outdoor seating. It is a taco wonderland. We just had to do it. It was time. It was time to do Tacos El Gallo here on the show. Let's meet this week's special taco reviewer guests. Our first guest has been featured in ads for Serta on Amazon.com and is one of the new faces of stamina workout products. She currently works full-time as the coordinator for the Community Health Strategies and Innovation Department of Truman Medical Centers. When she is not busy working, she enjoys volunteering with Volunteer Kansas City, spending time with her family, and enjoying all that Casey has to offer. Welcome to Taco the Town, Maria Savoy. Thank you, Dave. I'm very excited to be here today. Thank you so much for being here. I am constantly seeing these posts of you eating tacos. So I knew, I mean, we've been, this has been in the works for a while. I knew I had to have you on the show. How often do you eat tacos? 
Oh, it is definitely something that I try to have in my diet at least a couple times a week, especially with the plethora of taco places that Kansas City has to offer. There's so many different places to choose from. Do you have a a favorite or a top two, top three that you hit at least uh, once or twice a week? I would say one of my top ones is San Antonio's. They have a couple different locations in Kansas City, so that's an easy spot to hit up and they always have quality meats and they make the tortillas fresh there. So they're always really good. And Tacos El Gallo is actually one of my top ones as well on the Southwest Boulevard. And then I also really like El Pollo Rey, which is also on 7th and the KCK side. Now, when you are volunteering, do you ever have a pouch where you have tacos inside of it that you might give to people? Just be like, (laughs) hey, here you go. Like when you're like helping people, do you ever help them with tacos. You know, that is something that I haven't thought of, but it is definitely a great recommendation and something I should definitely start doing. Maybe just a fanny pack or (laughs) one of those things that holds babies, like a, what's that called? A papoose or something? (laughs) Bjorn? A baby Bjorn. Taco Bjorn? Yeah. Just fill that with tacos. And when you're volunteering next time, after you're done helping them go, hey, as a little parting gift, go, and here's a taco for you. I don't think anyone would turn that down. <laughs> or, or would you want to eat those tacos? I would probably save a couple in my pouch for myself. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Let's meet our second guest. He is an old pal of mine. We once saw the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> film together as fifth graders at Oak Park Mall. I think with your parents? Probably. It was opening day. I remember that. Yeah. Because all day at school that day, we were excited to go see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We were pumped. I think we went right after school. That's crazy. Man, you're digging back right there. (laughs) (laughs) He was born in California. He has worked in logistics, the restaurant industry, the film business. And now he's back here in Kansas City. He moved back to KC in the middle of a pandemic. Great timing. You've probably had so much exploring that you've not been able to do. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, I've been able to do a little bit, but yeah, I, you know, I've, I was told that Kansas City had such a great food scene and a lot of the restaurants that I've wanted to check out are not open. So uh, hoping that this ends soon so I can get to my food adventures. Now you had your, you say you had your wonder years growing up here in KC, correct? Yeah. I moved here in fifth grade, left when I was 17. So. And what, uh, what films would we have seen your work in, uh, that Um, you can think of? The first, first film I worked on was, uh, 500 days of summer. I was just the low level PA, but. Oh, nice. Probably my favorite experience on a film set just because, I was young, the director, I think it was his first movie. Uh, a lot of the cast, you know, they were fairly, I won't say they were all young actors, though they'd been acting for a long time, but they hadn't done many movies. Just for every department, it was kind of like their first big, you know, major movie experience in that, in that arena. So it was just kind of cool. We were all like helping each other out and just, it was just a, kind of like a family environment. And then I've worked at Warner Brothers for like five years as an assistant. So I worked on between 2008 and 2014, any major visual effects movie that came through Warner Brothers, we had a hand in it in some way, shape or form. Did you work ever with uh, Justin Bieber on anything? I've never worked with Bieber, but I did see him at a taco spot (laughs) in LA. (laughs) Funny enough. 
So now, we, uh, we bumped into each other out in LA. I think it was during this time of year at uh, during March Madness at the Parlor for yeah. a KU game. Absolutely, uh, KU versus Michigan, which KU lost. Yes, of course that was a sad day that we all thought we were going to win. Yeah, we were like so last excited, second. and then they lost. Yeah. Let me introduce you. You, <laughs> I haven't said your name yet. Welcome to Taco the Town, Jason Bradford. Thank you. And Jason, you say that you seek out taco places. When you travel, you go seek out the tacos. Yes. Is that true? So like for film, film-wise also, I worked on a movie, San Andreas. And so we were in Australia for six months. And You worked on San Andreas. I did, yeah. I was in the visual effects department, so um, you wouldn't see me on screen or anything like that, but... I was a VFX coordinator. Now, how how possible do you think that that future event is? Is that is that something that can really happen? What happened in San the Andrea? rock punching of earthquake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's very possible with the fault line and everything, but like the story of that movie happening, probably <laughs> probably not. Did but you have did you um, have to approve any visual effects shots of the rock punching the uh, earthquake? Oh no, I was a low on the totem pole, okay. just there for support, more or less. Had no management decisions. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Maria, you spent a lot of time in North Carolina, is that true? Yes. So I moved to North Carolina for my father's job before I started high school. So I attended high school and college out in North Carolina. I'm a graduate of NC State. Go Wolfpack. And excited to move back into the Kansas City area. I moved back in about 2016. So still kind of getting acclimated to the area as an adult. Like I said, Kansas City has so much to offer. So it's a great city to explore, especially food. (laughs) What's the taco scene like in uh, North Carolina? Is there a good taco scene or would you say uh, it's lacking? I would definitely say it's lacking, especially in comparison to Kansas City. I think we just have a really great Mexican-Hispanic community here that allows us fantastic tacos. Now, I'm going to run some North Carolina food facts by you. I'm going to I want to see if you remember or know of this. Oh, okay. These are kind of things I didn't know. Did you know that Krispy Kreme was founded in North Carolina? Yes, I did. So that was one. I went past the original Krispy Kreme in Winston-Salem. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I did know that one. That is one thing. (laughs) Did you know about in Raleigh, there is a Krispy Kreme challenge every year. Thousands of people compete in the Krispy Kreme challenge. The attempt to eat 12 donuts while running five miles in one hour. Yes. So some of my friends actually did that. No way. I unfortunately never got around to doing that because, first of all, I consider myself a very novice runner and also running and then eating donuts and then having to continue running just does not sound ideal for me. I want to, you know, run and then enjoy my donuts. Just enjoy my donut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've gotten to the... The point in life where I can only have one donut. Is that where you're at, Jason? I'm a two donut guy. Okay. But the smaller ones. Okay. Or like donut, a donut holes. Some more donut holes, <laughs> half dozen. Is there do you think there's a correlation between the people that are passionate about tacos and donuts? Passionate about donuts? Is because there's a lot of there's a big donut culture, isn't there right now? There is. 
think it's a food thing. Just a food thing. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Kansas City has some great donuts too. Just some really fancy ones outside of, you know, the normal glaze, but I definitely enjoy just a nice glazed donut. Here are some more North Carolina food facts I'm going to run by you. Did you know that Pepsi was created in, in North Carolina? I did not. 1898 no. in New Bern, North Carolina. Okay. I've been past New Bern, but I did not know that. Did you ever partake of cheer wine? While yes. you were in North Carolina. I had the pleasure of tasting cheer wine. Yeah, it's like a very syrupy cherry soda. But yeah, that's kind of a staple with any kind of North Carolina barbecue. It's called you. Nectar of the Tar Heels. Hmm. I have not heard that. That makes sense. <laughs> it is, uh, I guess, I, I, I found cheer wine. They have it at High V here now. So you can get cheer wine here in KC now. Oh, wow. It never used to be, you know, past... The Mississippi, I think. Yeah, they're expanding. There's a cheer wine festival in Salisbury each year where they uh, serve pulled pork smothered in cheer wine barbecue sauce. Never heard of that. Have you ever had cheer wine, Jason? This is the first I'm hearing of it. It's kind of like a regional cherry pop. Mm-hmm. For North Carolina, right? So it's a, it's not actual wine. It's no, a, it's, it's a soda. It's yeah. a soda. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. A couple more. Texas Pete's hot sauce was founded in, in North Carolina. I had no idea about that. It's from Winston-Salem. Okay. And Mount Olive Pickles. You ever had Mount Olive Pickles? No. I have the ones with the um, dork on them. Is that Vlasic Pickles? I don't I hate pickles. Not a pickle guy? I hate oh, them. I okay. love pickles. Can't do them. You know what's really good is pickles on a taco. Never. Jason never <laughs> ruined my taco. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot to, st- I was going to stop and get a, like a six pack of cheer wine so we could try it today. But um, yeah. So you, you're you a fan or not a fan of cheer wine? Um, I will have it, but it's definitely not my preferred drink of choice. I'm not a big soda drinker, but I have enjoyed it in okay. my pastimes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, every week here on the show, I like to check the taco news stories of the week. This has been an amazing week for Taco News here in Kansas City. Want to check the taco ticker with me? Sure. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. <laughs> okay, the big news of the week. Maria, you were telling me you were, you know, you wanted to really talk about this. Jason, do you know the big news of the week? I missed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very exciting news for Kansas City. Okay. Do you read Forbes a lot, Jason? Apparently not. I don't either. Maria, do you read Forbes? Not regularly, no. 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 There was an article this week in Forbes, an article about uh, KCK. It was by travel writer Brandon Schultz. He recounted a trip that he had recently taken to Kansas City. He had recently come to Kansas City, Kansas, where he partook of the sights and sounds and the KCK tacos. And Schultz, in the article, declared KCK as the taco capital of America. Whoa. Big news. That's big. I'm about to hunt this down. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, KCK as a taco capital of America. I'm impressed. I would have never thought. I mean, they're good, but man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think, Maria? 
I think it's great whether or not you agree with the article or not. I think it shines a light and brings great recognition to all the outstanding taco places that we have in Kansas City. And if anything, just gets people to get out there and try some local foods. And support the local businesses and all of those taco spots in KCK. I mean, my one big gripe with the article is that he didn't declare them best tacos in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you guys, I mean, or I guess why, why stop there? Best the tacos in the universe. <laughs> I mean, come on, if you're going to go for it, go for it, you know? Well, I think that with the article, that was a very bold statement to make. And they've already, from my views, already seen some other articles not agreeing with that statement. So it's been interesting to see some of these other cities kind of stepping up and saying that, no, they're the best. But like I said, at the end of the day, it's exciting for Kansas City that these places, which a lot are small, locally owned businesses, are getting the recognition. I think KCK has often been very looked down upon, kind of stay over there, KCK. We don't want anything to do with you <laughs> from the KCMO side. And it's just very, it's, it's, uh, it's refreshing to see something this positive come out of KCK and, and for KCK to be looked upon in this positive nature and having such delicious tacos. You know, reading the article, it just sounds like the writer, Mr. Schultz, found out what we tend to talk about a lot here on the show, that KCK is a magical place with magical basements and magical tacos. And, you know, I believe that there are many cosmic taco way stations over the galaxy, across the planets, and that there are many different taco epicenters on our plane of existence. KCK happens to be just one of the major galactic taco vortexes or portals that we have here and it's and it's here in our metro area and it's 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 almost akin to taco ley lines magical ley lines that are over earth these are just different taco vortexes here in our area and I think it's nice that KCK finally has its day in the sun. You know, it's been in the KC Mo shadow for too long, and it's just it's just kind of a fun and I think deserving accolade for for KCK. And if if this brings more people to KCK, I think you're right. It's it's just a good thing. Did he list his the spots that he visited, or he listed a couple, and it was just kind of a good spotlight article on all that KCK has to offer. And mm-hmm. he was, I mean. He was intoxicated by the tacos and it made him declare this and it'd be nice to talk to him and just, you know, see where he's coming from with this article. But I think he should have gone the full way and said best tacos in the galaxy (laughs) (laughs) because we all know that that's the truth, right? Absolutely. I'm loving it. Way to go, KCK. Taco ticker story number two. And this is a whole other different type of news story from this week. Man sits in bean dip for 24 hours to promote California restaurant. You have to, t- was, was it successful? Did yes. he, <laughs> did they get the business that they need? Uh, let's see. Uh, so on March 10th, a California stunt man, Jason, have you ever had any experiences with stunt men before? Uh, when I lived in Australia, I might've told a girl or two that I was a stunt man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. 
A stuntman spent 24 hours sitting in a pool of bean dip to promote a Los Angeles area restaurant that has suffered losses from the COVID-19 pandemic. Hunter Ray Barker said he climbed into the waiting pool filled with bean dip outside Los Toros Mexican restaurant in Chatsworth at 3 p.m. Monday because he wanted to support the restaurant, which he described as one of his favorites for years. Baker's 24-hour tenure in the pool coincided with a block party at the eatery, which featured the stuntman receiving a tattoo of the restaurant's logo while sitting in the dip. Obviously, a stunt like this is ridiculous. It's absurd. It's wild. But as with any stunt, I'm always in favor of something that edges on the side of absurdity if it can celebrate and at least make a couple of people laugh. Barker told Patch before, uh, Barker told the news before climbing into the bean dip. If we can get more attention and turn a few more people into lifelong customers, that's what I love about it too. He even had a few celebrity visitors. Singer Lana Del Rey went to visit him as he was sitting in the bean dip. Don't ask why, she captioned in a photo of herself at the event while Barker got the tattoo on his right arm right next to Lana Del Rey. Man. What a crazy story. Yeah. Uh, would you ever go that far to save your save your favorite taco spot? Yes. Without a doubt. I would sit in I'd it. sit in would, some bean dip. I'd Absolutely. In, I'd sit in some queso. I'd sit in some bean dip. Some guac. Guac. It's yeah. good for the skin. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, it sounds like he achieved what he was going for in, you know, trying to get the notoriety for his spot and yeah. Lana Del Rey celebrity showing up. That's kind of the goal. <laughs> uh, I hope he saved the restaurant. I hope he did. We should look into that. Yeah. Now, what are you guys' thoughts on bean dip? Not not a man sitting in the bean dip that you're eating, but like if you'd like take the guy out of the equation, would you eat how much bean dip uh, um, do you usually get on your side? Are you more of the uh, the regular beans and not the dip, the not the refried beans? I enjoy regular beans, but I also enjoy bean dip, like a seven layer. If someone's like making it for a party sort of thing, okay. yeah, I agree. Like bean dip is always a good go to for like a Super Bowl party or any kind of like gathering. Delicious. As, as a child, I ate a lot of bean dip, like the Frito Lay. Yeah, bean just dip. after school, coming home, <laughs> say, "Hey, ma." Give me some bean dip. <laughs> that was me. That's what I did. Uh, well, I hope he's okay. I hope there was no ill effects from sitting in that bean dip for that long. If anything, he didn't go hungry. No. Right. Do you think he just kind of scooped the bean dip he was eating while he was sitting in chips, it? And hopefully. Ate it? Yeah, hopefully someone gave him some chips. Some tortillas yeah. or something. Would you ever get a tattoo of your favorite taco spot on your arm? Maybe. Do you have any tattoos, Chase? I have four, five. I'm working on a sleeve, so oh, could okay. probably fit in like... Are any of them taco related? Not yet. Okay. But <laughs> might have a taco town tat on after this. <laughs> Maria, would you ever get a, uh, a taco uh, spot on your arm? Maybe not a restaurant logo. I would definitely consider getting like a taco like a tattooed on my arm. Yeah. Dancing taco or like oh, yeah. a taco. Something fun. Yeah, something fun. Can't see this on a podcast, but your logo would be a good tattoo. It, it would. would. I got to get like a whole back plate of that. Yeah. Yeah. Just whole full back piece. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd have to cover up the Phil Collins tattoo that I have on my back. <laughs> so I might not do that. I could have my Phil Collins head that I have on my back eating a taco. There that would go. also work. Yeah. Okay. Uh, taco ticker story number three. Taco Bell has introduced crispy cheese dippers and nacho fries at one lucky location. So only one location is getting these. It must be a test. So Taco Bell is coming out with a chicken sandwich taco later this year. They're testing it in two markets right now. They are also going to introduce crispy cheese dippers and crispy cheese nacho fries. 
Uh, both items feature real cheddar cheese curds rolled into a tortilla chip coating and are cooked until the outside is golden and crispy. You get nine pieces of cheddar cheese curd dippers and a flavorful ch- creamy chipotle sauce on the side for $2.99. You can also get the cheese crispy cheese nacho fries for $2.99 as well. These are only being sold right now in Southern California Taco Bells uh, at one Taco Bell in Fullerton, California. Don't know about that one. Did you guys get these? I have to say, I do have a story about that, about Taco Bell in general. So I used to live in Newport Beach, California before I moved to LA. And I used to work right next to the Taco Bell corporate headquarters. And so we would go over there for lunch all the time. You can go eat lunch at the Taco Bell corporate headquarters? Yeah. So they had like a Taco Bell in the on the first floor. No way. And that's where they would test out things like that. And so like they would always have these things that were about to be on the menu. So like the chalupas and Jason, you're blowing my mind right now. And this is a dream for me. Yeah. I kind of miss that job just because we would go to Taco Bell and get stuff that wasn't on the menu yet. Nacho fries. They would test them there. And were they telling you when they were like, okay, this is a new thing we're coming out with, or would you just be surprised? Well, no, you just, you go through it. It would look like a Taco Bell, but they would just have all these items that you couldn't get at any other Taco Bell yet. And I was just kind of like a tester spot. Were there any foods that stood out to you that you tried? The gorditas and I think the chalupa I tried there and trying to remember. You might have been the first person to ever have a cheesy gordita crunch. Definitely like not the first, but probably in the first couple hundred. (laughs) (laughs) Man, Um, what a dream. I try to remember what else they had there. Those are ones that stick out the most. This was like back in 2007. Are you a fan of uh, of their new creations, or, or do you think they've kind of gone too far? I don't know about that far? one. I haven't been to Taco Bell in a while. I kind of save those for late night beverages okay. nights, and okay. I haven't had many of those lately. What about you, Maria? What are your thoughts? I can see how they may be appealing to some people because Taco Bell is a fast food restaurant, but those items just don't appeal to me very much personally. Okay, but I do enjoy Taco Bell. It's a random treat that I allow myself, not all the time, but has its place, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Would you, if if a job came through where they wanted a model for like Taco Bell and sign me up. You would be down for that. <laughs> yeah. They pay you in Taco Bell? <laughs> if they paid me in just tacos, I would be okay You'd with that. You'd still be down for that. Yeah. Yes. Oh man, yeah. Well, Jason, that uh, he really kind of buried the lead there about <laughs> being at the Taco Bell testing Taco Bell. You never let me know about that. I know we had we lost contact unfortunately. That was during our, but- our yeah. We can always maybe take a road trip. They let me in, you think? Oh, yeah. They let anybody in. Yeah, anyone okay. can go right. in. Okay. Yeah, those don't sound very good to me. I don't know if I would eat these cheesy dipper chips things, chicken dippers, crispy cheese dippers. The nacho fries are good, but I think they do need to be crispier. So maybe the crispy nacho fries would be better. Maybe they would. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back after these messages. Eat tacos, win prizes. Let me say that again. Eat tacos, win prizes. The KCK Taco Trail offers a flavor-filled experience through more than 50 taquerias in Kansas City, Kansas. Download your free KCK Taco Trail Pass to find your way to the tastiest tacos in Kansas City. So what are you waiting for? Get started at kcktacotrail.com. Town of the Taco, Kansas City, you're the place I love. 
This is town of the taco. This is where we discuss the town that the tacos are in Kansas city. I have a Kansas city cup here and Maria and Jason, I'm going to have you pull a topic and we will discuss it. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Mine is most underrated or hidden KC attraction. Ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. That's hard. I would say one thing, and people may not find it extremely exciting, but I think walking around the airport in downtown Kansas City is super fun. It's about a four-mile track total. There are people who jog and bike, walk your dog. I love that old downtown airport. It's very beautiful. It's a great walk, especially when the weather's nice. Um, Beautiful view of the skyline, too, from there. Yep. So once you make your way around, you get that beautiful view of Kansas City and just a nice way to be downtown, but also feel like you're kind of out in the elements. Um, Have you been to the TWA Museum down there? I have. I actually shot for Bloom Air a couple years ago. That's right. Yeah. And we were in the old hangar and we're able to get on the old airplanes and such. And that was really fun and very cool attraction as well that I don't think a lot of people are aware of that's down there. I was not. Yeah. So you can go and see some of the old like 1970s planes and they still have it kind of retrofitted from back in the day. You have your ashtrays and the trays where people were still getting champagne back on the day on planes. Mm -hmm. I wish they would bring that back again. They have a plane in that museum from that was in Ace Ventura when nature calls. I think they used it in that movie. (laughs) That's insane. (laughs) That's a weird, wild Kansas City TWA museum fact. (laughs) Jason, what's your topic? Mine is... How do you describe KC to someone who has never been here? I would have to say it's the best big little city because I've lived in Chicago and I've lived in LA. Kansas City is has like a downtown now, but like it's very small and compact. And you can be out in the burbs in, you know, 20, 30 minutes. You can be out on a farm in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's, but yeah. You, but you have, you know, there's a lot in Kansas City, I was shocked to to see. That's so funny you say that I was going, if I would have gotten that question, I would have answered, it's a big, small town. Mm-hmm. It, everyone kind of knows everyone once you kind of get to the heart of it, but yeah. it's kind of that Midwestern charm that I think allows for that. Mm-hmm. You had like the streetcar, like, so it's, it's cool. Like it has a city feel, but. Yeah, because you last lived here in the 90s, late 90s, right? Yeah. And then you moved back. This year, but you mm-hmm. had visited once in a while. I've been back business. in between maybe twice. And what do you think of the streetcar and all the like all the renovations? Of it's great. Downtown I, I and- took it the other day to go watch a bit of the uh, Big 12 tournament. It's free. Just jump on right there at uh, Union Station and it shoots right up Main Street. It's perfect. Yeah. It's so exciting that they're moving it down to the plaza now they're already starting construction main streets getting torn up and mm-hmm. it's a little hectic but That's very exciting i just was, I was like why is there all this construction on main street and it's like duh, the streetcar yeah. yeah so they're putting in all the stuff underground because apparently it's easier to do beforehand but yeah they're tearing up main street to yep. take the streetcar down to the plaza which i think should be great for kansas city that's yeah. gonna be cool that'll be huge all right guys well thanks for answering those questions what do you say let's Let's review these tacos. All right, let's get into these tacos. So Maria and Jason, you've both been here before, correct? Yes. And yes. you like it. You think it's a great little spot on Southwest Boulevard? Yeah, I think that they do a really good job with their tacos and their meats, and they don't skimp on anything. So I, I enjoy their tacos. Yeah, I live about 
two blocks away from Southwest Boulevard. So I'm there probably four times a week. They have that <laughs> awesome ordering window. You can order right at, up at that window. I'm sure that's open a lot in the summertime. Um, it might, I wonder if it's closed right now due to COVID, but it does have that little uh, street ordering, the window you can walk up to and order. No, order they're open the right now. Oh, it's open? Yeah. So which one do we want to do first? The carne asada? Yes. Let's do the asada. All right. And Maria, you put lime on yours. Jason, do you have lime on yours? I do not do lime. I go just red sauce on my asada. Pretty simple. I like to taste the steak. All right. What's everyone's first, first thoughts? So what's a little different about Tacos El Gallo and some other taco places is that they use two corn tacos, which I really like. It's just a really good meat and tortilla ratio. They do a really good job with their corn tortillas. These are very sturdy tacos. Mm-hmm. They, they appear small at first, but they're really stuffed full of, of the meat, which yeah. I enjoy. They're dense. Yes. Yes, but with the corn tortillas, they allow no breakage or any of the meat to fall out, which is really great. I finished mine already. <laughs> I think, too, there's a tendency that asada is a little bit drier just because there's not as much fat as there are with, you know, the other pork and meats that are available for tacos. But Tacos El Gallo did a really good job about keeping this meat moist. It's really good. Yeah, very good. Super tasty. Do you usually get three tacos when you go? What's your What's your highest order you usually go when it comes to a, a taco sit down? I'm a six taco guy. I'm normally three tacos. Sometimes if I'm super hungry, I'll go for four, but generally three tacos is my go-to. The perfect amount. Maybe if they're a little bit smaller, maybe five or six. Like on a taco Tuesday, I go two, two, and two. Oh, wow. That's just me, though. (laughs) (laughs) You have the two, two, and two method. That's... Yeah. Wow. What meats do you usually get? Always asada. Always El Pastor, and then I rotate between pollo or carnitas. Okay. Or, you know, sometimes you throw in a tongue or a cheek, a little mm-hmm. barbacoa or something, mix it up. Asada is the staple. Okay. Judge I judge us- a place by their steak. Absolutely, yeah. I normally stick to asada, pastor, and carnitas. Pastor, I would say, is my top choice, mm-hmm. but I don't get as creative with the lengua and barbacoa and all that yeah. fun stuff. Uh, growing up, my mother used to make menudo. And one of the staple items is to go to one of the Mexican markets and tripe is mm-hmm. a key ingredient, which growing up, I never knew what that was until I was tasked with having to make the menudo and having to cut it. And after learning that, I've stayed away from tripe yeah. <laughs> and any sort of the... More novelty meats, I guess, but I kind of stick to the basics when it comes to tacos. Yeah. Yeah, my family, they're from the South, like my my grandparents. And so um, chitlins would be the Southern term, but it's pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember <laughs> as a kid having to uh, help my grandmother clean them. And once you do that, you never want to eat them again. No, there's no going so back. That, I don't, <laughs> I stay away from the tripe or the intestines but that sounds like my mom who used to have to watch her dad cut the uh heads off chickens Mm -hmm. on the farm and she doesn't like eating chickens (laughs) because she's seen so many chickens die yeah well um let's move on you want to move on to the second one yeah what should we do next the south pastor is calm my name 
All right, yeah, let's do that pastor next. Nice. And one thing that I did notice is Tacos El Gallo has kind of pulled back on the amount of sauces that they have available since COVID started. They kind of kept to making the smaller batches already kind of in the pre-made cups. But when they hopefully move back up to a larger capacity, they'll be able to bring back some of their other more spicy sauces, which I enjoy. But I'm definitely a salsa person when it comes to my street tacos. I have to have some sort of like their day or red sauce on mine. Sometimes I get too excited and I, I just eat it without the salsa and forget <laughs> I had salsa because I'm so hungry. Yep. So that's a problem for me sometimes. It's been a long time, Dave, but when we were kids, did you have this affection for tacos too? Because I don't, I don't remember that, but we were also like 11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we ate a lot of tacos, but they weren't these Kind yeah, of tacos. It was like jalapenos and taco via taco at via. the mall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, was Taco John out here, or is that somewhere else? When we were really, really young, there was a Taco John's. Yeah, yeah. and then they just came back. They always had a Taco John's in Lawrence, but um, Olathe had a Taco John's when I was like five, four, five, six, and we'd go there. Mm-hmm. What about your family? Did you guys ever? Yeah, so I think part of it, my mom's best friend growing up or when she was growing up, was Mexican. And so I remember as a small child, like she would always bring us tamales for Christmas. And so it's just like Mexican food was a staple in our house. And I didn't even think of it as Mexican food. I was just like, it was food because we'd eat it every day. Yeah. Did you guys go to, what was your your place you'd go growing up? Was it jalapenos in Stanley? Yeah. Or we was do, it? We do jalapenos. Um was it Chevy's? Was it Chevy's? I can't remember if that was here or if that was Arizona. But. Yeah, we didn't have Chevy's yet. Yeah, I think, yeah. So it must have Jalapenos been. Jalapenos was, was like, really the only place yeah. south. And then Manny's was always here downtown. Manny's. Yeah. And then there was a Manny's out south for a little while, too. I might have been Where we grew up. That. Yeah. Must have been high school, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, growing up, majority of my nights were Mexican night because my mother is Mexican. <laughs> So her kind of staple item was enchiladas, rice, and beans. We really didn't do street tacos growing up, but there was always some sort of Mexican dish in the household, which was always appreciated. And I definitely miss her cooking now as an adult, so I got to text her for those recipes sometimes, and I definitely don't make it as good as she does, but I give it a try. But they're delicious. So far, what's been everyone's favorite? I'm normally the asada, but... That El Pastor was really good for some reason out of this batch. El Pastor for me as well. They just do a really good job of the meat and having like the onions in it and stuff. I just, Pastor is generally my favorite. Yeah. Only thing I wish they would do is throw a little bit of pineapple in there. Ooh. Yeah, I'm missing the pineapple. I like a little bit of pineapple. Yeah. See, and I do not like that, so I no. prefer that it is not. No, <laughs> I also do not like pineapple on my pizza. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan of pineapple. It's that sweet and yeah. savory thing that I'm not the biggest fan of, but I can see how it would be appreciated, of course. I do like pineapple on my Al Pastor. Yeah, um, I'm not a big pineapple pizza fan either, but I don't know there's something, because in L.A., a lot of the trucks would have the Pastor with the pineapple on top, mm. so sometimes you don't even need the actual pineapple, because when they're cooking it, the juices kind of marinate it, and it's already in there. But if you don't cook it with it, just a little couple slices of pineapple give it that little different flair. All right, are we ready to give our final uh, review? So we do a ranking of 
one to five golden tacos, five being best, what would you uh, give the tacos at Tacos El Gallo? I give it a strong four. Four out of five? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was thinking about it, but I would have to say I give it the same. So overall, really great quality meat. Great job on the corn tortillas. They don't skimp on anything. I would say a definite solid four. Yeah. Always consistent. And I think that is especially key because there are some places where you'll go to and one time you'll get a really, really good taco and then the next time maybe not the same, but Tacos mm-hmm. El Gallo is very consistent with their tacos, which is great. Mm-hmm. Salsa is really good. Which one do you prefer? The um, red or the green? I had this one, the red. Yeah. I'm right there with you. I'm going to go four point. Two out of five golden tacos. I liked it a lot. Yeah. You really can't go wrong right there on, on Southwest Boulevard. I think this is the last one in that stretch that we haven't done yet. So, What's um, the highest score that you've ever given a taco? Has anyone gotten I the... A, I think a 4.9. Wow. Where was this? Might have been Benito, Michoacan, and KCK. Mm, that's a great one. I can't remember, though. That might have been the highest. I'm going to have to check this place out. It's pretty good. Talk to you after this. Is that the place with the birria tacos? No, that's, uh, well, now everyone, every place has those. Right. Now. But um, <laughs> the place that only does those is called El Menudazo. Okay. And it's it's really, really good. You got to go there and check it out. It's so good. On this show, we, we used to do a segment called Bad Reviews, Red in a Funny Voice. Now it is called Good Reviews in a Funny Voice because we're trying to be more positive in the middle of this <laughs> pandemic. Uh, would you guys like to read some good reviews of Tacos El Gallo? In uh, funny voices? Absolutely. Are right. we doing these funny voices? You will be, yes. Oh, boy. <laughs> Bad reviews on Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Talk of the Town. Who do you have there, Jason? I have Zach. Absolutely amazing street tacos. Delicious food. Wonderful service for takeout. And just authentic food all around. Wonderful that Casey has this offer. Don't miss it. <laughs> was that five star? Yeah, five star. That was a, a character you used to do uh, in school called Wiz Kid Jones. Yes. That was a. Have you ever done Wiz Kid Jones in the last 30 years? No. Oh, it's you still not. got it. You still got it. <laughs> uh, Maria is going to sing us a little something with Lauren A. I love this spot. I think the food is really good. They have margaritas to go. The staff is friendly and there are a few tables for outdoor dining. You can do some shopping while there as well. I recommend the Badias. Wow. Is that a, a five-star? That, that was a five-star review. Nice. Yeah, so one thing that she uh, talked about was their little uh, market that they have inside. So they have... On one side, the tacos, but then on the other side of Tacos El Gallo, they have a market um, just with different trinkets and candies and that sort of stuff. And so that should definitely be checked the market, out as well. Yeah, that looks awesome. I got I to gotta go back. They had a lot of cool stuff in there. Well, yeah, so I would uh, highly recommend it. Uh, right there on Southwest Boulevard, Tacos El Gallo, um, especially in the summertime and when things get uh, the weather's nicer, nice outdoor seating. Maria, if you could create a jingle for the tacos we ate today for Tacos El Gallo, can you just sing us a little something? Like, what, what, what's a jingle that comes to mind after the tacos that you just had? Hmm. Okay. Let me think of something good. I have to think of a great lament for these tacos that we have devoured here today. Tacos, tacos are so great. 
They're now in my tummy. I just want them to eat again all the day long. There's my jingle. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That was beautiful. Thank you. We'll be right back after these messages. This is Chris Lost. And found Jim. And Rick Rewound. And we're from the Lost and Found and Rewound podcast, and you're listening to Taco the Town with W. Dave Keith. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. This is the last portion of the show. This is called Taco Topics. This is where I get your in-depth taco feelings. Don't be afraid to bear your taco soul to the world. I've got taco questions and I need some taco answers. Jason, Maria, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Question number one out of 432. (laughs) What's the one thing you look for in a taco? Delicious meat. Meat. Okay. Yeah. Delicious. Delicious meat. Yes. I would say the actual taco portion, the means to get the meat in your mouth, I think is extremely important. The tortilla and the sh- or the shell? Yes. The corn tortilla is extremely important. Flour, it's okay, but corn tortilla is the way to go. What are your thoughts on a puffy taco shell? They're okay. They have their place. It is not true authentic street taco style, but they have their place in the taco world. Now, do you prefer hard shell or soft shell? I'm a soft shell. Same here. Even if I'm doing taco night at home, it's usually soft shell tacos. So just no no crunchy. Get those crunchy shells out of, out of your face. No, those are fun for like American taco night. You know, if you just do like some ground beef and whatever, like Taco Bell-ish. Yeah. But like... I wouldn't say it's the authentic experience. Yeah. If you want like a real taco, you're wanting something authentic, got to go with a soft corn. Okay, hot or mild salsa? Hot for me. I like a little kick to my tacos for sure. Was the stuff today hot enough for you? It wasn't too spicy. It definitely gave it the nice flavor, but definitely not the kick that I was looking for. And like I was kind of talking about Tacos del Gallo kind of scaling back on their sauces, but hopefully they'll bring out the spicy soon. Can't do quite the spicy, but I'd like to mix it. Like I do a little bit of the hot red and then, you know, a little the mild. Okay. This is a controversial one. Pro cilantro, no cilantro. Pro cilantro. Pro if you cilantro. don't get cilantro on your tacos, you should just not be eating those tacos. Harsh. Thank you. It's harsh, but, but that's that's the truth. Facts. That's taco <laughs> facts there. Well, hashtag taco facts. Okay, favorite side dish with your tacos or or a pre-dish? Chips and salsa, chips and queso, chips and guac. Chips and queso. Usually I eat my street tacos by themselves, but... If I'm at a restaurant, usually they'll bring out some chips and salsa before, so I would say chips and salsa. If you had to uh, F, Mary kill chips, queso, guac, what are you going to do? That is a really hard question. F, Mary kill chips. Queso or guac. Where, where, where do they fall in for you? God, I'm going to seem weird if I say my answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Everybody seems 
has said it before. <clears> so. <throat> I'm gonna f the queso. <laughs> I'm gonna what? what, what I'm marry or kill. But you're gonna f the queso. Chips yep. and gu- and guac or chips? Chips and guac. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna f the queso. I'm gonna marry the chips and kill the guac. Oh, I would say marry the guac. Got to treat it right. F the queso and kill the salsa. Kill it. We get a lot of marry the salsa because salsa is always there for you. We'll be there with you every every night at the dinner table. That is true. I felt but. a little dirty doing salsa like that. But. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, if you're not eating tacos, what do you eat? What do you eat when you're not eating tacos? So... Tacos is definitely one meal for me that's a treat because I don't eat a lot of meat. Uh, It's just not my preference, but tacos, I obviously are majority meat. Um, So for the most part, I eat pretty healthy for the most part, just kind of chicken and veggies and all that fun stuff. So tacos are my treat. I interpreted that question as like, if I don't get a taco, then I would get an enchilada. If I don't get an enchilada, I get a burrito. Okay. Yeah. What's after a burrito? Probably a torta. Mm, okay. Where do fajitas fall into that? Ooh, fajitas are uh, maybe they they're above tortas actually. Okay, but that's like fancy. <laughs> that's you know. Yeah, uh, that's when you want to like have a you know have a sizzle party and everyone's yeah. watching it and as wise it's walking by and you're celebrating like a birthday or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> promotion. But, but you can make tacos out of fajitas. That's why fajitas are yeah pretty amazing food. It's just. Pre-taco. Pre-taco, yeah. It's like your own little so taco kitchen on do a little the, the table. Exactly. You got to do the work. Yeah, It's you like got- a Benihana taco. Right, right, exactly. See, and I'm not a big fan of fajitas because of that. Like, no, you, you do, do the, the work. work for me. You put the taco together. I'll just eat it. <laughs> okay, um, in your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? Kansas City is a fantastic taco town. We yes. have a fantastic Hispanic Latinx community that's going to serve you authentic street style tacos. She said it. I think, yeah, I think we all agree. Is there something taco wise you think is missing in Kansas city or do you think we've kind of got it, got it going? I think we kind of got it going on here. I feel like there's the different styles, you know, the big new TikTok trend with the Bidia tacos and the dunking. We've got that in Kansas city. There's the places that have the the authentic Mexican cheese that they add to some of their tacos, which is a little bit different. So I feel like depending on what ta- what style or even region of Mexico that you want to get a taco from, we have it here. Do you think they should build a huge a bridge that resembles a taco to bridge Kansas City, Missouri with Kansas City, Kansas? That would be good. Like a, a shaped like a maybe a train bridge or a, or a uh, a sub uh, a uh, ad make the streetcar go over to KCK, but there's a taco shaped bridge. I think we could get a petition started. Yeah. I like that. I think, or, or, or maybe a hand reaching out and, and gra- like a giant robotic hand reaching out and grabbing a robotic taco, like maybe a drawbridge type thing. Ooh, I like that. Kind of an installation art piece. Yeah, to show we're all in this together, KC. We're all in this together. Let's share our tacos with each other. Let's mm-hmm. not be KC Mo, KCK. Let's. Let's come together as one taco community. Yes. Yeah. I would ask, it it might be COVID, but the only thing I would say it might be missing is the taco truck. 
But again, I don't know if you, you want more taco trucks. Well, like I haven't seen any, just because maybe I got here too late. Like I don't know, were there taco trucks a year ago, two years ago? There was a really bad tornado we had, and it just it scooped all the taco <laughs> trucks up, <laughs> and they're gone. Nobody knows where they are. You're ridiculous. But I'm just saying, like. <laughs> It, that was that would be the one thing if you could take some of these great tacos that are in the restaurants and you put them in a truck and like at any time of the day a truck drive around you just pop in like I, I miss the taco truck we do need I mean once summer gets here in spring the taco yeah. trucks will return there are some out there there I mean once first Fridays got kind of shut down and that was a big taco truck uh, oh, hangout okay. so um, they'll be there you'll yeah. see them yeah. We'll chase them. We'll get them. Yeah, we'll find them. Okay. Have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Uh, when was this? Back to when I was living in Australia. Like, I try to hunt down tacos wherever I go. And that's the one thing Australia doesn't do well is Mexican food. And so... Did you eat at any of the restaurants called Taco Bill? No, I didn't see any Taco Bells. I guess that's their Taco Bell chain in Australia, but it's called Taco Bill. <laughs> there was another place, I can't remember the name of it, but they it was like Gomez Tacos or something like that, and it was terrible. <laughs> it was it was just ter- it was Can you describe like, those tacos to us? An Australian like, taco? It was like I don't know if they were using kangaroo meat or what, but it just didn't it tastes like dog food. Not that I've tasted dog food, but if I, that's what I envisioned dog food to taste like. Like I couldn't eat, I couldn't finish it. I took a bite and I was like, oh, this is gross. Oh man. That was the only time I've ever thrown away a taco. That sounds terrible. Uh, for me, even if I'm full, I will still take a taco. Yeah. Like if you see it, uh, just a lone taco sitting on, on the, on your table, like you'd already had four or five. But then you like went away a little while and oh, there's one left. You got to grab that one, right? Yeah. He can't be left out. It's just yeah. mean. Yeah. Yeah. You can't save it for later either because it's going to be cold and soggy and then you reheat it. It's going to fall apart. So you got to eat it fresh there that day. You can't. No tacos left behind, you know? Hashtag no tacos left behind. Do you have any taco phobias or taco no-nos? Something that will turn you off. From a taco besides kangaroo meat. Okay. Uh, taco no-nos, I would say not the right amount of toppings. Like if they didn't have cilantro and onions available. I know people that don't like onions on their tacos, which is fine. But that's not the authentic way you're supposed to eat them. But I would say no-no is not the right topping offerings or flour tortilla. No-no. Oh, Like a flour tortilla well, that's like powdered with flowers just no not Mm-mm. good i got mine you had mentioned earlier something about pickles on a taco that that's a no-no for me okay yeah what about pickled onions mm. no no i think that's the whole thing is the pickling process <laughs> like i have a thing against cucumbers because they are basically pickles but i've done the pickled ginger and the pickle like carrots and like i think it's the vinegar mm. okay this is a this is a way back. Uh, this is a new, an old question I, I used to ask a lot. I'm bringing it back. So there's a book called the Taco Taco Cleanse. 
It's a taco personality test that they offer in the book. I want to know what your taco personality is. Are you a taco purist, a taco adventurist, a taco sentimentalist, or a taco contortionist? Ooh. I would consider myself a taco adventurist. While I do enjoy the authenticity of a street-style taco, I like to get a little crazy sometimes if there's something new to try. I would have to agree. I had a octopus taco not too long ago, which was fabulous. Oh, where'd you have that? It was Mission Taco. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. They have a great portobello mushroom taco as well, which yep. I enjoy. They have a really good uh, veggie soft taco that tastes like a Taco Bell soft taco, but it's vegetarian. It's really good. Yeah, you should have it. It's really good. What's the longest you've ever gone without eating a taco? About six months. Oh, maybe like a month. And that was probably because they just weren't available for that time for whatever reason. <laughs> so six months, that was when you were in Australia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that one month might have been when that tornado hit and got all those taco trucks. They just all disappeared. Yeah, 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 yeah. that makes sense. Went into that portal that... Vortex. Hopefully they come out of it soon. Um, this is the speed round. I just need to know yay or nay on these questions. Okay, guys, these are just different taco types. I just want to know yay or nay. Okay. Yay if you're down for it. Nay if you're not down for it. Okay. Taco pizza. No. Yay. Taco salad. Yay. Mm, no. Taco burgers. No. no. <laughs> taco dogs. No. Dog? Like a like a hot dog. No. Dogs dress like tacos. Yes. yes. Breakfast tacos. Yes. yes. Walking tacos. No. Maybe? Can I eat it? Oh, <laughs> like the things in the bags? Yeah. Yes. You like those? I do okay. like this. Taco soup. Yes. Like a tortilla soup? Oh, Is that yeah. the same thing? Kind of. You have cheese. You have the sh- shredded or the like little yeah. tostados on the top. Taquitos. Yes. yes. Miniature tiny tacos. Yes. yes. Choco tacos. Yes. yes. Naked chicken chalupa. No. Yes. <laughs> Late night. You probably had that before. <laughs> you probably had that before anybody. Tacos with a shell made out of a fried egg at breakfast taco at Taco Bell that they used to have. No. No. Okay, that's it. <laughs> oh, nacho fries. Nah. I'm not a fan. Not really. All right. That was good. You guys were not down with a lot of the early ones like Taco Pizza. You were down with Taco I Pizza. I was down with Taco Pizza. Maria, no, you were was not. It, it was Taco Salad. Salad. Not. No Taco Pizza. Taco Burgers. No. no. And Taco Dogs. No. No. Never had one? No. no. Would, it, would you ever? Yeah. I can give it a try. It's almost like a burger and then you crumble a taco on top of that burger. Why not what? just eat a taco and eat a burger? Exactly. What about a taco dog? Like, it's a hot dog? It's like a, a chili dog, but instead of chili, it's a taco stuff on it. Like, you know, tomatoes, oh. uh, beef, uh, cheese, lettuce. And a hot dog. Bun. On a hot dog, yeah. But the dog is in there, too. It, I would try it, but I don't think I would like that very much. Yeah. <laughs> I can't ruin a taco like that. Yeah, why not just get a taco and a hot dog? Right. Yeah. Yeah. One in each hand. Okay, we're almost done here, guys. Uh, favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos? Something that gets you really fired up to eat tacos. 
So I used to do Mexican folkloric dance growing up. And so to get me into the true authentic mood, I'll listen to the Mexican hat dance song. You know, gets me hype, ready for tacos. Nice. And it's close to that. It's Ricky Martin, Live in La Vida Loca. Oh, good one. Yeah. So like like Ricky. (laughs) 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 All right. So this is the time of the show called Random Taco Question of the Week. Random Taco Question of the Week. Throw me out a number between one and 95, and I will read you a random taco question. 46. 46. This is many layered. Here we go. Mustard on tacos. Absolutely not. Ketchup on tacos. Absolutely not. Mayonnaise on tacos. Get out of here. (laughs) Peas on tacos? Are these serious questions? (laughs) These are all no so far for you. (laughs) Correct. And the last one, peanut butter on tacos. No. I even I like peanut butter and that just sounds so bad. Maybe on a chocolate taco or a choco taco. Choco taco, yeah. Peanut butter choco taco. Ooh. That is a game changer. Yeah. So you love peanut butter and you love tacos, but you think adding peanut butter to that taco would ruin that taco? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. What about if you know, those tacos we had today, putting peanut butter on one of those, you don't think that would have made it a little more uh no, Fun and tasty. I think that just messes with the flavors. That would okay. not be good. Okay. Jason, throw me out a number. 78. All right. What is something that you used to eat a lot of as a kid, but you won't even touch nowadays? Bologna. Like a Oscar Mayer bologna mm-hmm. slab of... Mm-hmm. Uh, Got the nice slimy. Or the salami, like whatever that like... Process, circle, press meat. (laughs) Not touching it today, but when I was a kid, definitely a little Wonder Bread, a little cheese slice. You ever had a fried bologna sandwich? People eat those a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've known. My cousins, older cousins would like, when they're in charge of watching the younger cousins, that's what we ate. Frankenbeans. Maria, what's something that you used to eat a lot of as a kid that nowadays you just won't even touch it? I can't think of a food, but I would have to say root beer. I used to love root beer as a kid. And one of my cousin's birthday parties, my aunt got like a little kiddie pool filled with soda and we didn't get that at my house. So I drank probably like eight root beers and got so sick and I have not enjoyed a root beer ever since. Oh my gosh. I do enjoy root beer floats. From time and again, if I have that opportunity, but just root beer just brings back bad memories. What was your root beer of choice? Oh, I think it's probably like the A&W classic. Yeah. When you said a, a kiddie pool full of root beer, I pictured it being like, <laughs> like the entire kiddie pool was like, like dunk yours. Was dunk cup. was filled with, with not just cans, but it was like instead of water, it was root beer. No, no, and no. And I was gonna, I thought someone was gonna push you into that, and it like scarred you for oh. life. No, it was just oh. filled with ice and there were sodas okay. Okay. in the kiddie pool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or I thought you were going to say somebody lifted it and dumped root beer all over you and you just were scarred. No, no, no. Nothing, okay. nothing of that sort. I okay. intentionally did that to myself. Well, guys, we've reached the end of the show. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. Um, yes, thank you. Where can people find you on, uh, on the socials? 
Yeah, you can find me. Um, my modeling and acting Instagram is at Maria Agnes Savoy, where you can find all my latest uh, modeling and acting ventures. And I will also share um, the Instagram for Volunteer KC. It's just at Volunteer Kansas City. If you guys are interested in any fun volunteer activities here coming up. I'm not really on social media all that often. I do have an account. I just recently got Snapchat, but I don't snap or chat that often. (laughs) (laughs) But no, there's nothing I'm here to promote. I just love tacos. Uh, When you said you want to talk about it, I'm like, sure. And I want to go eat tacos with you soon. Yeah, man. Let's do it. uh, Nice to meet you if you want to go grab tacos with us. Absolutely. And uh, thank you so much for being on the show. And um, anything taco-wise that we haven't covered today that you'd like to... uh, we kind of covered it all, but uh, yeah, um, we hit pretty much everything I could think of on a taco. <laughs> Start talking about putting peanut butter on a taco, like oh, um, <laughs> oh yeah, Jason, I forgot. I am wearing oh <laughs> our fifth grade graduation T-shirt. Oh, that is so that's sweet. crazy. That, that more, wait, how tight more, is it? Morse Elementary. <laughs> so back then they we did this T-shirt and we all signed it. Your name is on here somewhere. Yeah, um, but I think I ordered a double XL. So as a little child, it like went down to my feet, but now it actually fits me <laughs> as a regular T-shirt. See, only you would have the foresight to think ahead of time. Yeah, I want to have this shirt forever. <laughs> so it says, "Where the uh, Morse is, where the cool go to school." Dude, that's crazy. Take take this off. I want to do this. <laughs> well, we'll do this after. That's great. All right. Well, thanks for talking tacos with me, guys. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having us. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco the Town KC. Please rate and review and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, and Spotify. Thanks to engineer Matt Allen and everyone back at the Taco the Town corporate office. Our music is by Sun Eaters, courtesy of Lotus Pool Records. Be safe out there, everybody. Remember to support your local neighborhood taco shop. And until next time, go eat some tacos! Lotus Pod.